The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. This is Denise Nostrom, CEO and founder of Diversified Financial Solutions. Now more than ever, investment advice is needed. Not just where best to invest your money, but why. Are you investing for your future retirement? Are you retired and looking to maximize your income? Are you maximizing your income and concerned with leaving money for your loved ones? Are you investing for your retirement at the same time saving for your children's education and at the same time saving to buy another home? Are the markets in line with your goals? Are your goals ever changing? Please contact me at 631-758-8691. That's 631 631- or visit us at diversifiedfinancial.biz. For over 25 years, I have been helping individuals, families, and business owners navigate through all market conditions with only one goal in mind, my clients. Visit me at diversifiedfinancial.biz or call Denise Nostrom, founder of Diversified Financial Solutions at 631-758-8691. That's 631-758-8691 for a conversation about my most important client, you. Hello and good afternoon. I hope you are all doing well. We made it to Friday. This was quite the week. There is so much to discuss. But I want to thank you for tuning in today. You are listening to The Financial Chick Show, and I am The Financial Chick. My name is Denise Snowstrom, the CEO and owner of Diversified Financial Solutions, a full-service independent financial planning firm located in Medford. I'm here live every Friday at 5.30 p.m. on 103.9 LI News Radio. Your Financial Chick is here to help you make better financial decisions and choices to improve your life and reduce your anxiety and stress about money. If you want to know more about me or my firm, you can check out my website at financialchickshow.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Diversified Financial Solutions. So like our pages to get updates and see what is happening. Um, so it was, uh, well, before I, I start, I just um, I just want to, shortly before coming to the show today, uh, I was speaking to um, the daughter of a client and I just heard that one of my clients lost their fight uh, with cancer. So uh, Jim Pizzo, I, I, I hope you rest in peace. Um, I'm, I'm just glad you're no longer in pain. Uh, and I'm also glad that I got to speak to you a couple weeks ago. So uh, I, I had, who, who knew that it would be the, the end. So um, just very sad. I, he leaves a girlfriend that uh, he's been taking care of um, that was diagnosed with dementia a couple of years ago. Um, now the girlfriend's family needs to find 24-hour aids. They were kind of helping each other. Um, so there's, there's just so many sad stories. Um, you know, being a financial advisor, you become part of the family and the story. And in many cases, um, it's a beautiful career, but it can be challenging too because uh, you get involved, and you know, you you tend to you know really get very close to people, and and it's very challenging, uh, you know, to to have that uh, have that take place. But um, anyway, well, I guess on a brighter note, um, coming here today. It was fantastic. The, 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 the light was, it was still light out. Um, I'm not going to say it was full on sun, but the, the sky looked great and uh, it is dark now, but uh, it was so great to see the sun. And yes, it's 39 days until spring, but it is really interesting. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but um, we're having just a weird winter here and the fact that um, my bulbs, like for tulips and, and, and all of that, they're already up. Like they're coming up in front of my office right now, so uh, it's just crazy. So, and that was like in January. We're into February now, but it was January when I saw them. So, I don't know. It's crazy, but I am back here at the uh, airport yet again. I was here last night. I just got back from being uh, in San Antonio, Texas, uh, 
from Monday. Uh, so I was out of the office all week, but I was back today. Um, but I was honored uh, to be invited to my broker-dealer's partner's retreat, which again was in San Antonio, Texas. Um, it is an opportunity to meet with the owners of Peak Brokerage Services, along with a handful of top producers from all over the country. So the partners, they, they it's great. They, you know, all the top producers, they value our input and want to know what's working um, with the company and, and to help us work with our clients, but what also can be improved. So whether it be technology or product line or, you know, just support. And, and I'm really, really blessed that I have a, I have colleagues all over the country that um, are just willing to help and we all work together. So if there's anything that a client needs that maybe I'm not too aware of, I know I have somebody that can help. You know, we have social security specialists, we have college specialists, we have just a whole plethora of people, uh, you know, to, to talk about. And, and actually a bunch of us, um, I have, I have uh, two guys up in Buffalo that have a radio show, which I'm trying to get them. They're going to come on my show. Uh, I have another uh, guy in Ohio who has a radio show. So uh, we talk radio shows when we're there too. So that, <laughs> that's kind of neat, you know, to see the different parts of the, the country, how the radio world is different or the same. So it's pretty neat. But um so we also got uh, a chance to discuss any client issues. Again, coming from all over the country, you know, we like to see get an input as to what's going on in Texas, what's going on in Florida, what's going on in, uh, oh gosh, uh, Kentucky. I mean, basically, we had a lot of a lot of states represented there. So it was a jam packed four days. We had a great time, and we were able to visit the Alamo and take a cruise on the Riverwalk. Um, if you're ever in the area, you have to stay or at least visit. It's called Hotel Emma, E-M-M-A. It's located in downtown historic Pearl District. It was originally Pearl's Brew House, and it's a landmark. And, you know, the, there's still a brewery there, but you can see that the, the hotel was was really preserved and, and try to keep that authentic feel. Uh, and it was interesting because it was the only San Antonio brewery that survived prohibition, uh, thanks to a woman... Just saying. Her name was Emma Kohler, uh, and she had astute leadership that basically got them through uh, the tough times of uh, prohibition. And I believe that was the first, you know, they, they were closed, you know, with, with the, you know, the quotes, the air quotes. Um, but as soon as prohibition was lifted, boom, they were ready to roll. So interesting. But so much history, and the hotel was absolutely beautiful, and uh, they spared no expense to, uh, to renovate this hotel. And... Um, yeah, it was great. Just a great experience. A little chilly down there, too. It's a little bit interesting, but, um, you know, a lot of Tex-Mex food and um, just a lot of a lot of real good stuff. So uh, I feel recharged, refreshed. You know, sometimes, you know, you have to get out and, and, and see other things and you get too close to your own world. And uh, so it, it's, it's a good thing and very interesting statistic because I love statistics. So they're saying that, and this is as per CNN from January 20th, that while the cost of living is hitting everyday uh, costs hard, the price of plane tickets is at a 15-year low in the United States. At So that's at least one thing that's good. The, air, the average airfare is near 25% less than it was pre-pandemic, and in fact, it hasn't been this cheap since 2009. So I'm just saying, if this place is, you know... As a financial advisor, obviously it's important to save, you know, save some money, but it's all about balance because, you know, you never know, right? I started the show off with not such a good story, but um, you never know what, when things are going to go. So you really need to, to, to enjoy yourself. Um, again, spend some, save some, and invest some. That's, that's really, really what you, what you need to do. And, uh, and 
the tickets are, are cheap. And I have to give a shout out to um, Southwest. You know, we always hear the horrible stories on the news and everything like that. Every one of my flights, you know, I do have connecting flights. It's in a world of there's no non-connecting flights now. It's <laughs> just basically direct flights are a thing of the past. But um, had no problems going down to San Antonio. No problems coming up. Everything was great. And I love that MacArthur is so close and it's such a, a nice jewel here in, in our area. So props to, uh, to MacArthur Airport, too. But, um, you know, so the news this week, gosh, you know, I was trying to keep keep in touch and, and be at the meetings and, and, and do the things we do, but try to keep on, on top of what's going on. But it was pretty busy this week. Um, I guess the good news, the stock market has been on a tear and the S&P 500 closed above 5,000 for the first time ever. So to some that may mean something to others, it may not mean anything. But the fact that, you know, we're hitting all time highs is it's exciting, but also kind of scary in a way. Um, the S&P 500 Dow Jones and NASDAQ, which are all U.S. or domestic uh, indices, have rallied for five weeks straight. So, you know, we've had some down days or whatever, but for the majority of the past five weeks, the markets have been great. So um, take it while we got it, right? Uh, But the Russell 2000 international stocks and emerging markets have all been down year to date thus far. Uh, The bond market has also not had such a great year this year so far. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that... um, Rates may not be coming down uh, at this point. You know, the, the uh, jobs numbers came in good. The market's been doing well. The economy overall has been doing well. It's really like a mixed bag, and I'll tell you a little story later on in the show. But um, it just doesn't seem that rates are going to be coming down. So the bonds, we're hoping for that. So it's kind of like a seesaw when you when you have a bond. When rates are low, bond values are high. When rates are high, which they are right now, bond values are low. So as soon as we start reducing those rates, those bond values are going to pop up. So for people that are in bonds or conservative, you know, it's been a rough couple of years for you guys. And uh, but there could be hope around the corner. But uh, you know, it's always balance with that too. You know, we talk about balance of life, but balance of investments. Don't be too conservative because the things that you think are super conservative, we have pockets of time where they're not. You know, and so. Bond Bonds have definitely uh, underpaced the the stock market. It's all been stock market. And again, that could change on a dime as well. But balance, make sure you have a little bit of everything. And, uh, you know, that's what we need to do. So, you know, most of the news, of course, uh, is surrounded uh, about the immigrant issue and the presidential election. (sighs) So, yeah, there's uh, probably going to wait till the second half of the show. But, man, it has been... um, been a lot of interesting things. It just seems that we've gone beyond the realm of reality lately. And, uh, you know, this, obviously, we're, we're, we're talking financial, but, you know, we got to talk about the whole outer covering uh, of society, too, because everything is interrelated and everything does matter. And uh, it's going to be interesting. And then, actually, this was by Bill Gates, believe it or not, but he says, headlines, in a way, are what mislead you because bad news is a headline. But the gradual improvement is not. So, you know, it's just one of those things, too, where the the news reports something and then they retract it. But you never really hear the retraction. So what do you remember? The bad stuff. So you got to got to be careful and research and and, kind of take a look at things. So we are running to the break, but I am going to talk a little bit about what the heck is going on in the uh, world of politics and immigration and all of that and see how we can uh, unpack all of this. So you're listening to The Financial Chick Show. I'm the financial chick, Denise Nostrom, the company's diversified financial solutions. I help you look for financial solutions when you feel like there are none. Stay tuned after the break.
Welcome back. This is Denise Snowstrom, the financial chick. My company's in Medford, and you can reach me at 631-758-8691 or visit my website at financialchickshow.com. I'm here to help you on your financial journey. Over the years, things change, and I'm here to help you navigate all those changes. So, like I said, I'm fresh off the plane last night from San Antonio, Texas, where I visited the Alamo and uh, Riverwalk. I got a cruise. I don't even know if I said that before. A cruise on the, on the Riverwalk, and that was really awesome. So, San Antonio is a really, really interesting city if you get a chance to visit it. Uh, it, it's really cool. It's a it's a great place to be, and um, there was one thing too, just with the Alamo, uh, as I mentioned before. Um, Phil Collins, something I didn't realize, he was a big uh, Alamo guy. He he collected a bunch of uh, nostalgic pieces and bought a lot of things. He just had, and he's from from England, right? So, uh, but he had such a passion for the Alamo. So they've actually erected a museum of all of the. Um, memorabilia, which most of the is his. I mean, there's some other people, but um, just to walk through that museum was really, really neat. And like in the back of the museum, they have him orating the stories of how the battle went down and it's just very, very interesting stuff. So uh, history's cool. We shouldn't erase it because it makes us who we are, right? Absolutely. So um, like I said before, we seem to have gone beyond the real- realm of reality. So what do I mean by that? Well, I'll just start with There's 346 days until Biden is gone, but will he make it? I don't know. Um, You know, it came out this week. I mean, I don't know. The world has gone so sick. Anyway, so um, documents were taken by Trump when he was president after he left. Documents were taken by Biden when he was a senator, which senators shouldn't take documents. So apparently the case with Biden was was. Uh, address this week. And uh, the prosecutor basically said, you know, he's just he's just an old man and he can't remember things and they're just not going to prosecute him. However, Donald Trump was indicted for this similar thing. And they were showing pictures that, you know, Trump had them like under lock and key was actually very seems to be a very clean person, very organized. And then they showed the Biden documents and there was some in the car. There was papers flying out. It was like in his in his garage and But the point of it is that, one, he was a senator, shouldn't have had the documents. As a senator, you can't take documents. Um, But, you know, the the interesting, um, I guess, outcome of that, that, you know, taking of the documents, for lack of a better way, is that he'd said that he was an old man and he can't remember things. But now, I guess we'll say, what would Jesus do, right? If, If we had a grandparent or if we had a parent that just couldn't remember things, we probably would take their keys away or they would. we would make some arrangements or at least address the situation. We're not addressing the situation in the U.S. I, I, is it just me or am I the only one like not like realize, like, like what's happening? <laughs> it just, it just doesn't under, I just don't understand it. Um, so apparently Biden, you know, is just still going to do what he does. Now, I understand there's a lot of issues with that because again, if he doesn't do what he does, then we've got Kamala Harris. I'm, I'm not sure if that's such a good idea. Um, but even when all this started, I mean, with him running and, you know, he knew he, he you could tell he was not doing so well for, for the past three years. And um, his wife, I guess she's just like, you know, drunk with with with, you know, control in that. I mean, it's almost like elder abuse. It really is kind of sad. So it must be something, a weekend at Joe's. It must be a really interesting thing. The son's doing his drugs and he's banging into walls and falling. It just must be a mess. I'm just saying that, you know, this is the the, the 
most powerful country in the world, and we have a leader that has been deemed to be old, or older and, and can't remember things, but he's running the country. But is he? Now that, I mean, I think it's been pretty clear, but I think it's even clearer now that Biden is not running the country. So who is? It's really a big question, you know. Um, could it be Obama? Could it be the Clintons? It's interesting because we haven't seen her in a while, but Hale's back and she's doing a lot of uh, TV and interviews and stuff like that. So interesting. Um you know, there, there's just definitely a, a pack or a regime that's in control right now. And, and I guess you, we just all sit and we all just don't know what's going to happen next, really. And, and it, it's kind of a sad type of thing because someone needs to run the country. And um, I don't know, we're not running into the ground either. But uh, and then what else happened? The Vegas primary. Very, very interesting. I have a friend of mine out in Vegas that is uh, caucusing um, out there. So very, very cool stuff to hear things right from the uh, from the battleground. Um, but Nikki Haley um, got 33 percent of the votes and over 60 percent of the people voted for a candidate that's not on the ballot. So I don't know. Maybe it's time for her to move on. I mean, that's, you know, she's she's hasn't really fared well in the past couple of, uh, you know, elections or primaries or whatever the case may be. So we'll, we'll be very interesting to see how that's going to. Uh, but again, he wasn't on the ballot. Donald Trump. Um, Colorado now, of course, is uh, trying to not put him on the ballot as well. Now, one of the things I guess, you know, we're setting a precedent here and the precedent is, is that, you know, it, it, it's it's kind of like elementary school games, right? You know, I'm going to um, set this rule that, you know, you can't step on 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 the cracks in the hallway and then, um, you know, then like, let's say when the boys are in control one day and then the next day the girls are in control and the boys like, well, no, that's not going to happen. So it's it's back and forth. So we're going to, you know, take people off the ballot. But when it goes on the other side that some the other person... The other side has control. What's going to happen then? So it's a it's a vicious game. That's why we have a constitution. There's rules. There, there, you know, just like when you go bowling and you have the the bumpers, you got to have bumpers because you can't just have chaos. Because without without rules and regulations, there's chaos. And basically, that's what's happening right now. You know, and then not to mention, um, you know, all of the uh, immigrant situation and, and New York City and and the money and the and the and, the, and there's gift cards. They want to give gift cards to them now, and on the top of them putting into hotels and you know something's got to give. You know, I, I don't think anybody wants to hurt people or or do things. But the bottom line is that you know we're not going to storm into any country and ask for things and ask for because they they would just kick us out or maybe they kill us. You know what I mean? Like you're not you're not going to get the same treatment if you go anywhere else. So there's got to be some resolution. So hopefully. Hopefully somebody, um, you know, it, it gets 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 it right. But um, I talked before about the fact that, um, you know, jobs are doing well, whatever. But I, I'm going to tell you that probably three or four clients since January um, have lost their jobs. And, and we're seeing that mostly in the healthcare and technology arena or industries, I should say. And uh, so it is a mixed bag. You know, it, it, we, we, we hear different reports, but sometimes you got to go to ground zero where you live and, and, and get the pulse of the market here. And uh, again, for my little pulse or my little world, that's what's happening uh, with that. But uh, it was very interesting. So there, were, there was one woman and she actually she was on my show several years ago. Um, she had a situation, always had a very good job. And, you know, so the, the, the job loss, well, it was bittersweet for her. She was she was she was sad because she had a great position and, and a great income, but she was over it. And she she was like really, really happy. So she's getting some severance and stuff like that. But years ago, she came on my show because 
when we had first met, before she became a client, she had a lot of debt, a lot of debt. And um, a lot of it was, you know, psychological and, you know, she had to get through, work through a bunch of things. But um, we got her through from all the debt. No, no debt. Just she left left with her mortgage and uh, she even came here. She was actually in tears. And so it was like it was it was great, though, to be able to, you know, take somebody from from zero to 100 and, and, and really make it happen. But moreover, what she did was she not only invested and she was a great saver from the retirement side, but she didn't really have anything else. No cash reserve. She didn't have any investment assets. I always create silos. You do cash reserve. You have investments, non-retirement, and then you retirement. And she didn't have that. Those those two other silos like, she, you know, she was one accident or emergency away from uh, bankruptcy. Right. And but that's why she got all the credit card debt. But she started to save money and built up her, her cash reserve. But she also built up an investment portfolio. So this is what happens in the investment world, right? Or in, in the financial planning world. She is now not sad that she's down downsized. She's actually leaving for Dubai on Wednesday and she's traveling. She's going to be back for a couple weeks and then she's going to Thailand. So she's doing things that she wanted to do. But you know why? She wouldn't be able to take her retirement assets because she's not of a certain age, uh, but she put this investment money and she's such a good re- retirement saver. She's balanced out her future with my help and she's going to make it happen. So again, this is what we do here. This is what we do to help people. So it's just a matter of what I love what I do is everybody's got a different situation. So it's not cutter. You know, you go to a lot of these advisors and they're going to give you a fee-based business, fee-based and throw everything in there and that's it. But we do true planning to kind of help you do these things that if you do lose your job, it's not as devastating as it could be. It's still sad, but um, she'll, she's awesome and she's going to get another job. So, uh, so that's what we got going on. So uh, I think next week is, is Valentine's Day, right? So I'll wish a happy Valentine's Day a little early. I like the color red and Valentine's Day is cool, you know, Um, but I want to thank you all for tuning in. Um, And remember, let's all try to do better and be better. I know it's rough out there and the world is crazy, but um, just talk to people, get that support you need and uh, we'll make it through. So take care for now. And I look forward to being with you again next Friday. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Blackridge Asset Management and Diversified Financial Solutions are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services.